Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Chatting with Asta. As some of you have noticed, we are also now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but this is the YouTube to see our smiling faces. Um, this is my weekly show, a way of keeping sane under lockdown and also capturing the amazing people that inspire me in my life. And today I'm lucky to have artist Bex, a friend of mine for years, met on an odd job. She just also happens to be an incredible goddess of music. Uh, you may check out some of her um, music on all music platforms and Such a Love is released now. And we'll talk about her career and everything. And welcome to the show, Bex. How are you? Thank you. It's so good to be here. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. We um, The last time we saw each other face-to-face, -face, it was almost like we were doing your version of this show because you were recording our conversation through voice lesson. And yeah. that was two years ago. And what a world we've entered into since. I know. I can't believe it's been two years. I, I'm marking my email. I've, I've been messing up dates on my invoices, on my emails, on my Zoom meetings. I have, I have no sense of time right now. But, you know, but it's crazy to see um, where we've gone. And you actually produced Such a Love, your latest single um, during quarantine. Like, in this room. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, well, the very beginning of quarantine, I got really sick with strep, uh, which is not a fun time to be because you're like, is this COVID? Is this not? Am I going to infect everyone? And then, you know, none of the symptoms were meeting that. And but you still had to go to the urgent care and then like, maybe I'll get it here if it's not it now. Um, so I, I was basically not talking for like two to three weeks in the beginning of quarantine. And that was pretty wild as a singer to just not have your instrument. And, um, but it was also really interesting because I was forced into submission and I couldn't even like feel guilty for not doing anything because I was in so much pain. Um, and so it gave me a lot of time to just reflect. And and before, when I was in New York, I was working on an EP and, um, and I needed people to do that. And, um, and so I kind of pivoted and I realized that this song, such a love, which is really, it's about kind of our self aggrandizing culture and like, what would it be like if we, um, if we were more self-sacrificing and if there was like someone out there um, that gave themselves for, for their lover's cause to fight for what's left of the land and the sea. And with COVID, this whole mentality of you need to stay at home or you need to wear a mask for your own safety, but also the safety of others in this kind of like exponential ripple effect. Um, it really made me think about this dynamic of kind of um, a more, yeah, altruistic lens, but like from the day to day, just how do my actions affect other, other people? Um, so I, I just, it became very clear that I wanted to put all my efforts into such a love and yeah, I, built it up in this room. I did a lot of logic tutorials, built up the demo, arranged strings, and then my partner is um, uh, a string player. And so we recorded it all here. And I went outside 
by the water and in the woods. And I collected all these sounds of shells and branches breaking. And I made up part of the beat with that. And so I, you had to think out of the box of like, what do I have? Um, and, and what can I work with? Yeah. And it, it really like, Ooh, it stirs so much. When you it. Um, it almost reminds me in a, in a very good, and I hope you take it as a compliment. It reminds me. <laughs> like a bond theme that we don't deserve. Like, it's like, so it's, it's that, that cinematic quality that like really takes you to something of great hero's journey and like the ultimate, like you said, sacrifice and like what you would do for someone and, and how like the words like hero, heroes and love, like they're so misused in modern, the modern world, like and love, like really can be this, ultimate like I would do anything for you you know and I feel like this song really captures that and it captures this moment and I mean like I I cried the first time I listened to it and then I like did the thing where I listened to it again and again right after to just kind of like start, like I'm tearing up just thinking about the song um but but guys you have to listen if you have not listened to Bex's music like you really like you take the um you really bring a candor to it and you make it like, like you never know where your voice is going to go. Like you, you bring it to the high and the low and the uncomfortable and the like, you feel like you're in the room. I, I mean, it's, it's not something we hear every day with this pop polish, you know, like you, you, and we've talked about this, like you and I, like when I was working with my voice, like this idea of it's so rare to hear a woman's voice now. Because we want to hear these like really high or like really polished or strong, but how do you? Because you you always work with that with the emotional aspect of your singing. Do you want to talk about how that forms your music? Yeah, um, I love that. First of all, thank you. That was so beautiful, um, and I love that you were able to hear all of those um, elements. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been on quite a journey with my voice. I like before college, I definitely only sang and spoke up here and it was in a higher register and it, it did feel very detached from the rest of my body. Um, and fortunately in my acting training, I, I studied under this woman, Katie Bull, and it really, um, I think it was like a lot of Fitzmorris work, but a lot of breath body work. And it, it really made me drop, drop down in my voice and discover I'm pointing, to, I'm holding my belly right now. Um, but it really, it got me in touch with that. And, and at the time I was also like in recovery for years of eating disorder. So that was really interesting of just like connecting with my body in a completely new way and just seeing how that transformed my voice. And then, and then my artistry, but, um, yeah, so that made me discover my lower range. And then I went from like singing, singing to realizing I can just like communicate in a song. And that came with my discovery of folk music and getting familiar with some of my favorite artists in that canon. And, and I remember I sang with my friend Paul Weinfield and I was like, Paul, like, I'm not singing. I can't do this song. And he's like, yeah, you're, you are like, this is also singing. And I realized that I, a lot of the time I hid behind my voice because I have so much technical training and so much range. 
I realized I was using it as kind of a, a protection from actually being seen when I sing. Um, and then I just went off on my own and like, I make weird sounds. I do like weird sample sounds for people and, and just had so much fun exploring the different textures in the walls of my mouth and, and then trying to find ways to do that health healthfully. But, um, yeah, in this song, there was definitely like in the bridge, I'm, my mixer was like, is this supposed to be off pitch? Like, I think it is. And I'm like, yeah, like definitely. Um, when I'm like doubling myself and I wanted it to kind of feel like it's encroaching. And then there's all these kind of ethereal backup vocals while I'm kind of getting gritty up here. So I, I wanted to, I wanted that to feel like a confrontation. And while I can have like a beautiful melodic voice, I, I have things to say. So you're not always, you know, I, there's going to be some disturbance to how I use my voice. And you bring that, you bring your, your acting background into the theatricality of like your music videos. Um, one of the ones that like very early on having to do with like your experiences with eating disorder and just catharsis was the therapy song and how like yeah. that was so powerful. And I know that sometimes like my husband will walk in on me and I'll be like, singing parts of that song because I just love like the lines like um I'm in an abusive relationship her name is me like yeah all these lines that are just like it's so true like oh I need to take care of myself but I'm the one that's ruining myself and 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 I love the I love that music video like what is where did that concept come from I mean the lyrics definitely lend themselves but. yeah um the song was written in in a treatment center in a hospital. They had a piano, which was very lucky. Um, but I I was really lucky to work with this director, Julia Barrett Mitchell, who's one of my favorite music video directors. Um, and it was really cool because I, I knew I wanted to like play with ink and I knew I wanted th there to be two versions of me, the healer Bex and the, the destructive Bex. And I wanted those to be embodied with two dancers. Um, and, but there was like a lot missing in the narrative and Julia, we just, I don't know. I think we had like a coffee and she just like got it. And it was just amazing seeing her mind just connect all these dots. And then she would send me treatments and I'm like, what? um, but yeah, and my friend Sophia Harvey produced that and it just, it was my first music video and I was, I just really lucked out with an amazing team. Um, but the the vision and, and the message was clear and and the ink. So for those who don't know, I, I'm kind of like obsessively writing um, with this ink and, and that's kind of like this form of therapy in a way, because in reality, songwriting was kind of what got me out of my eating disorder and and then the ink spills and then you kind of uh, cut it cuts to me in this like beautiful white dress and I start singing and I gradually start purging that same black ink and um and it yeah it's kind of disturbing and um to be confronted with something that you think is beautiful turn out to be kind of a, a danger to your own comfort. And, um, and I love that because for me, what got me out of recovery was if I am the source of my own self-destruction, I can also be the source of my own recovery and my own therapy. And that's, that's what songwriting became. It was like my own form of purging. It was my own form of therapy. Um, 
And I feel like the video just said that. Art can be really powerful in that way. I know every time that I have looked to art as a way to just acknowledge feelings, I think that that's the biggest part of like recovering or, or moving forward with any issue is like just acknowledging it because so much the energy that we normally take up is you know repressing repressing pushing denying um like deflecting doing our best to like act the artifice that we're okay um but it really is okay not okay and and to just let it out as it comes out instead of having it blow up um and if yeah. you tackles that like you you know and, and you also unlike some artists are, are coming out more and more and more as being, you know, not just their art, like they're making sure to reflect the times like very publicly. And um, I've been very, uh, I admire the fact that you're so public about, you know, your social justice work and the fact that you're so like, please vote, are you registered? And here's how to be a poll worker. Um, so you talk about like how, because believe it or not, it is still relatively rare that artists do you know, for fear of being liked or not liked, like the fact that you stand up so much, it, it does mean something. What made you decide to do yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think I could do more <laughs> often, but um, yeah, I think I just, I, I try, for me, it's important that I'm not like putting on a persona. And so like, if I'm doing work, like whatever I put out there, it, I need to be doing work behind the scenes in my own life. And that was, that was really important this summer, um, you know, during this ongoing Black Lives Matter movement, which must be ongoing. Um, but even like with the election, the election day workers, like I had, I'm, I'm not someone who like picks up information well. Like I need to study stuff. I need to like take notes. I need to like force myself to read, um, to feel like I actually have any knowledge to speak on anything. So for the poll workers, it was like something I wanted to like put out there for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm just worried. I'm really worried. And I feel not that I have like a huge influence, but I, I just, I have hope that if we all kind of do our part and put out our work, then, then that, can change things on a micro level gradually um at the bare minimum um so yeah if I want that from other people and and that's kind of my hope um where I put my hope in I I kind of have to show up um to the best of my ability as it is just important that anybody who does admire you or or look to your work just know that that's where your heart is because I think there's a lot of right now there's a lot of like helplessness and sometimes it does make that little difference just to see that someone that is an artist like is fully roundedly compassionate and I think it's great that you're doing that and it, you. You, we're almost in we're like it's starting to feel like fall on the east coast so like, yeah it's, yeah it's fall here it, you know, like last I believe it was last winter you came out with the before this Christmas ends oh my god yeah and that was such a beautiful again again I'm obviously you guys I'm obsessed with Bex. Um <laughs> like I'm gonna put her on this show just so I can like see her. Um, I wish I got dressed. <laughs> Showered. Like, 
So it's just a so lovely to see you. But like, I'm a huge fan also. And thank you. We met just like another few of my guests doing odd jobs, like yeah, silly, silly things. Um, but you did this before Christmas ends, and it was this um, wonderful, like, just perfect little true love but inclusionary Christmas love tale. And I don't know. I just want to throw it to you, like that baby and like you know how does it feel reverberating almost a year later and yeah I mean I I'm like beaming just thinking of it actually I'm so happy you bring it up yeah I love I love it was so fun it also showed like a very different side of Bex I think because it was a very yeah it was like a happy like my version of romantic um, and just like holiday spirit. And it's funny cause I'm like a pretty, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a side of me that I don't really show a lot, but um, I love, I love that story. I love that video. My like, one of my best friends from college directed it. Um, and we, it was really last minute cause I wrote the song in October and I'm like, hi, do you want to, finish this song with me hi do you want to make this music video okay cool we have to shoot it in two weeks um and so that was pretty wild but I just like knew in my gut I needed to make this and I was like gonna find a way um but I I love it because I there's a part of me that like really enjoys the holiday season I'm Jewish um <laughs> but <laughs> and I'll yeah and I um but it's really also cringing just like how many how heteronormative it is and just, um, yeah. And so I, I really wanted, I finished this song because I, I saw the visual of me and like a good friend of mine, um, just feeling that kind of love for each other that I think is so common, but it's so unspoken. And I like have been single for a good part of my adult adultish life. And, I have derived love and meaning from my friendships and that's where I like learned the kind of love that I, I want to, I want to have in my partnerships. Um, and I think I just like got kind of like sad and fed up that like, that people didn't look for love in those places. And I was like, why don't we like, why are you lamenting about this guy to me when like, I think you're awesome. Um, so there was like some of that and the video is just like, oh my God, it still makes me teary. So cute. And I just love seeing how like it kept, you know, getting featured in different articles and like being like really seen. And, and, and I mean, it, it, to me, like, I really, I feel for you with the, with the holiday season thing. Like I really want it to be less of that commercial thing. Um, less of that, like, you know, exclusionary like whether it be on a religious basis or on a certain group or a certain sexuality and so it was very nice to see that like version of the holiday spirit that I always thought was there like it's yeah. like maybe this you know like that those the good moments of love actually like maybe this moment yeah. like, here how I really feel and that's like so I'll make sure to put like the links to all of your um my YouTube description link um but it's 
such a such a great one and you know especially a year later we're in a very different world um and who knows what that'll be post-election like a year later um uh but you 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 really like showed a different side of yourself in that and it was a very delightful thing to, to share thank you i hope people watch it it makes me happy <laughs> Without qualifying it, and I think that's the best way to share these kinds of things. Like, not be like, "Oh, this is my friend's like LGBTQ friendly Christmas video." I was just, "Here's a great Christmas song," and then they watch it and like, they're like, "Okay." Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I had like family members that watched it, and and a lot of people, even like people who don't identify as queer, they were like, "I, I felt that. Like, this totally makes sense to me." Um, and I think there was something so universal about it. Like I saw my dad crying when we watched it and he's like, this is just pure love. This is just about love. And, um, and I think I really, yeah, I wanted, I wanted the heart of it to come through. Um, yes. Yes. Um, so one of the questions I ask all my guests is, yeah, <laughs> What is, uh, based on everything we've talked about, everything you've been feeling this week, uh, what is your message to the universe right now? Like, what would you want to say and, and send out there? Whatever, whatever that means to you. Whew. Um, I think personally for me, um, okay, well, I'll say it as, it might be me projecting, but I think these are pretty critical times. And I think we should be pretty vigilant with how we're treating ourselves and how we're, where we're putting what we're doing with our time. Cause there's a lot of like unhealthy ways to either worry about the world or avoid the world. And I think if we can just keep taking care of ourselves and not, and, and show up for what is happening around us as much as we can, um, in a sustainable way, I think it's going to be a long run and, and it's just like kind of like social crisis after social crisis. And, um, and they're just piggybacking on each other. And my hope is that we can all wisely and constructively, um, withstand it and, and strategize and and be a little work outside the self a little for each other. Definitely. Working working on yourself in order to believe yourself. It's, it's like the other day I went to the dentist because I've been stress grinding my teeth that actually cracked one of my teeth. Oh, I wear my night guard all the time. <laughs> Ouch. During the day. And like, so I have to my guard, so I'm like fine with that. But, and it was the wildest thing because I was like, okay, wow, that's unclench my jaw, cool, massage it, and like notice where I'm holding my tension. Ugh, you just, yeah, you, it's a race, it's a marathon, not a race. And if we don't learn how to take care of ourselves, then those things become part of the bigger problem. Um, totally. Yeah. And we kind of like harden and calcify. And if we do that, if we each do that individually, collectively, we're all going to pay the price. 
Yes. Not to be morbid. Well, yeah. We're going to show this week. Also, you're awesome. Thank you for having me and for being such an amazing, thorough, loving fan and friend. It's so awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chatting with Asta. And thanks so much to my guest, Bex, for this week. It was so lovely chatting and talking with you. Everyone, I highly suggest you listen to her music, especially Such a Love, which was just released and created under quarantine. And yeah, her message this week is a poignant one. You know, we need to really search for sustainable ways to treat ourselves, take care of ourselves so that we can show up for others because there is a lot being thrown at us right now. And... On that note, see you next week.